Hey listeners, I'm Eric Taylor, and this is The Hair Game. I have somebody joining us for the intro. You guessed it. You guessed Donovan. Although it's not quite Donovan, it's Jetlag Donovan. Hey everybody, yes, Jetlag Donovan is here. Jetlag Donovan is is quite a bit worse than normal Donovan. <laughs> yeah, he's he's much slower on the uptake. And I like that we're talking about myself in the third person. I've never yeah. done that. So Well, Jetlag a, Donovan. That's exciting, yeah. He, he's a, a part of your personality, <laughs> not quite all of it. Yeah. So where'd you go? I uh, went to South Africa mm-hmm. and um, got to see some really cool animals on game drives. So rhinos and giraffes and anything about hair? Uh, no, nothing hair related. It was uh, it was it was a bit of vacation. So so that's the end of that topic. Yeah. New Salon Republic openings: Escondido in San Diego County, Torrance in the South Bay of LA. Open. Both of those are opening in August. Did you even know that? Yes, I'm very excited. And then uh, we have a new one to add to the list: Burbank. Burbank is opening in September. Burbank. Ooh, I did not open. know it was opening in September, though. Yes, it's opening in September. Go to salonrepublic.com for more information, or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio, at loveerictaylor, and you can get more information there. All right, so second item on the agenda, the Maddie Conrad giveaway. Oh, this, this is, is exciting. Super exciting. Okay. Um, to remind the listeners, this is for a free ticket to Maddie's class at Salon Republic Hollywood on July 15th. And then Maddie and I will take that person out for dinner and drinks after the class. That's so cool. Right? I'm yes. super excited about yeah. it. And then to top it off, the winner will get their own victory apron straight from Maddie himself. Maybe he'll sign it. Yeah, we'll have him sign it. That would be that'd, cool, right? That would make it even better. All right. And Maddie's such a cool, so, amazing guy just to have a conversation with. Yeah. yeah this this person who wins is so, nice. so lucky. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, the winner is, drum roll, Brenton Butler, owner of Brenton's Barbershop in Ojai, California. Thanks to those who posted a video about what you liked best about Maddie's episode. It was soon to, uh, super fun to watch them all. And Brenton... Look forward to seeing you in July. Okay, the next item on the agenda, our weekly Podloot giveaway. Now, I didn't announce this on last week's episode because I was trying to nail it down with Greg. So here it is. A year-long subscription to Style Artists Academy online hair education, also known as hair education. Okay. Why don't more people say hair education? <laughs> hair education. Yeah. I like it. Okay, uh, styleartistsacademy.com. It's worth $497. Nice. Yeah, uh, they put up a class every month. It's kind of like having a subscription box for advanced salon training. Okay, that's what we're going to give away. Fantastic. And the winner is... The winner oh, is... Why don't you do the... Me? Uh, yeah, I'll wake you up. Right, okay, here we go. From your super... Yes, I am pulling the name, and it is... The Serial Stylist. The Serial Stylist. DM me at LoveEricTaylor on Instagram, and I'll send it to you. At the end of this episode, I'll tell you what we're going to be giving away next week and how you can win that. Now to the episode with Greg Daly. There's something very special in this episode. Greg is going to repost one video per day from the podcast listeners on his accounts. His accounts have 17 million Instagram followers. Yeah, it's insane how many followers he has. They're the biggest uh, hair accounts that I know of, at least. And uh, he's going to do this for the five days following the airing of this episode. We're calling this the Hair Game Vidathon. 
people always complain to me how they're never getting reposted mm -hmm. on the big pages. Right. So here's their chance. How's it going, Greg? Nice to meet you. It's good. It's very nice to meet you. I'm really excited. And you know what? I was going to show you around the salon, by the way. <laughs> and since we're rolling, I'll just go ahead and talk. I was going to show you around the salon, and I totally forgot. So after our interview, I'm going to show you around the salon. Okay. For, for those podcast listeners, I'm sitting with Greg Daly, and we're in uh, Salon Republic Hollywood right now. And Greg is the guy behind uh, such enormous Instagram accounts <laughs> as uh, Hair.Videos, Hair.Video, and Style Artists. Any others or just those three? Uh, those are the big ones. Like okay. we have a lot of other ones, but they're okay. all like two million and below. But they're not just yeah. Hair those stuff. are the small ones. Yeah, <laughs> right, Donovan. Those are the small ones. <laughs> like, why even pay attention to those? Uh, we don't. <laughs> like, and we used to pay a lot of attention to them, but we focus like on the the hair accounts mostly now. Okay. So. Okay, so you're, the three big ones that I just named have collectively 17 and a half million followers. And, and I'm assuming most of those followers are hairdressers around the world? Probably not. They're probably just hair enthusiasts. Like okay. we, we haven't really targeted hairstylists. We have a lot of hairstylist followers because, you know, they like to see what other people are doing. Right. But um, most of them, I don't think there's 17 million hairstylists in the world. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's probably, and, and by the way, I'm sure, like I follow all three of those accounts. Yeah, so and there's I'm one a person. ton of over, overlap. overlap. Yeah, sure. I bet there's like 10 million total people. Yeah, you okay. Know? okay. If I had sense. to guess, it'd right. be about that. Okay. All right. So let's start with you telling us um, about yourself, where are you from, and how'd you get into this? <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's a good story. Um, so I'm from Redneckville, Idaho. That's not its actual name. I, I know. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> it's most of the state. No, I grew up uh, on a small ranch, like right near the Oregon border. And uh, I like to joke with people that I spent more time talking to cows than people when I was growing up. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I'm kind of antisocial. I'm not really shy, but I'm kind of antisocial. Okay. And, uh, I remember when I was like 16 or something, I called one of my friends and I got this uh, 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 on the phone. I was like, I asked my sister, I was like, what is this noise? She's like, dude, that's a busy signal. So um, anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's where I come from. Okay. <laughs> Yokel. Yeah. And uh, then about um, four, four or five years ago, um, I reached out to a friend of mine who was working on Instagram. Like, he was doing pretty well on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But I'd never, I didn't really like social media. I'd never, I had a Facebook, but my girlfriend in college set it up and I never used it. I'd never looked at Instagram before or anything, but he was making a lot of money and like the scale of it really interested me. Cause he had like a million followers at the time. Doing what? Um, he, his, so he started as like a fitness guru on Instagram. And like way back in like 2012, he had like a couple of hundred thousand followers, like 200,000 followers on his page on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, that was when like maybe the biggest page on Instagram was a million people. Mm -hmm. But uh, he had kind of, um, he was actually an, an Iraq and Afghanistan war vet and he's, he's got PTSD and he started getting like really paranoid about people like knowing who he was and stuff. So he kind of got rid of that account and just went anonymous. And anyway, he started building these other pages because he had learned how to build Instagram pages. They were just like fail videos and stuff he found interesting. 
And then um, about four years ago, so I reached out to him and we had talked. He's like, yeah, I'll show you how to do it. And then about a week later, um, we were visiting my mom and my, my grandma had just passed away and we were visiting her and my 10 month old son at the time went and uh, he put both his hands on a wood burning stove, the glass front plate and burned off both of his palms. And so the nearest burn unit was eight hours away from where my parents lived. Oh. And we had actually been living in Hawaii and we'd come back for my grandma's funeral. And uh, um, so we didn't go back to Hawaii <laughs> and we st spent like the next three months um, going back and forth to this burn unit. And I didn't have a job. And so my friend, he's like, I'll help you out. He helped me build up an Instagram account. And uh, so I was able to like support myself. And then we were working together for a year or so. And it was just stuff I was interested in, like action, sports, like just funny videos, stuff like that. Just stuff I was interested in that I would post, you know, sitting in the hospital. <laughs> wow. Um, and then he calls me one day. He's like, dude, there's this, check out this page. It's growing so fast. And I look at it, I'm like, that's hair. Like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a page of just pictures of hair. He's like, yeah, but it's growing fast. I was like, nobody cares about hair. <laughs> I guarantee it, nobody cares about hair. Which, which account was that? Oh, I don't remember anymore. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't one of the big ones that have kind of like made it to the top today. Like it okay. kind of petered out after a while. But, um, and we were both like, yeah, but they're not posting any videos. That's dumb, they don't know what they're doing. Like if they posted videos, they'd grow way faster. And so we started hunting down videos and uh, almost nobody is making hair videos at that time. And nobody is like, there was probably like four or five people who regularly made good ones. And so a lot of the ones who did are pretty big today because we reposted them a lot. Yeah. And uh, we used all those other pages that we had to like force traffic to these hair pages and grow them and to kind of get them off the ground. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and it just went crazy. Like we were like, so, so which account is this that you're talking about? Which was the first hair account that you started? So we started style artists. Style artists was the first one. And it was actually kind of like a small beauty page that my friend had. Oh, he had it already. He had it already, but it was really small. It was like a hundred thousand people and he hadn't posted on it in like a year. He, it was like a test account. He had lots of these test accounts that he would like, a hundred thousand people <laughs> that you say is small and he hadn't posted in a year. I mean, that, yeah, those were the days, right? Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> it was so like, we did a test around that time and we built an account from zero to a million followers in 28 days oh, around come that time. On. Yeah. So and, and what year was this? Uh, probably 16. No, 17. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really crazy. Um, couldn't do that today. Yeah. But um, anyway, so he started posting on it and it started growing. And so we started hair video and hair videos at the same time. Really unique usernames, right? Hair right. video and hair <laughs> Very <laughs> creative. Oh yeah, that's my <laughs> strong suit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and they just started growing like crazy. And um, we started kind of like meeting people in the hair industry and like finding out about the hair industry. And I was like, 
whoa, I didn't know, like, I only knew about Randy, the barber. <laughs> like, I didn't know this existed. <laughs> wow. And uh, so he kind of came in that way. And since that time, well, I started growing my hair out so I could test products. Because um, I, I got obsessed with, like, ingredients and products. And I was making my wife test products all the time. And uh, she got sick of it. She's like, no more. I'm not testing another product ever again. I was like, fine, I'll do it on myself. So I started growing out my hair. And uh, yeah, and for the podcast listeners, he has very long hair, probably down to his mid chest. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like Tarzan style? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But. Yeah, and so I started learning about it. I started meeting a lot of stylists, and they kept like reaching out to me, like, repost my video, repost my video. And I was like, your videos suck, man. Like, <laughs> like, if I post it, I can post it for you, but nobody's gonna see it. Nobody's gonna watch it. It's not gonna do you any good because it's just not a good video. And occasion, like, some people would occasionally stumble upon good videos. Other people, like, they had an eye for it and they could just do it repeatedly. But, um, so I started just kind of like reaching out to people that would reach out to me and I'd be like, okay, so you want to do this, this, and this with your video. You want to do this, this, and this. And I, it was just through DM and it was like crazy laborious. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. And takes a hundred times longer to do it via text or like I couldn't even show them pictures of what I was talking about. And uh, anyway, so then I started, um, I met this, uh, stylist in Seattle. Her name's Hello Cindy on Instagram. And she had about 5,000 followers at the time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make her a guinea pig. I'm going to go and I'm just going to teach her what I know. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to like her page. I'm not going to repost her videos. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to teach her what I know. And uh, I did. And like she went for about a month making videos that never really went anywhere. And then she like figured it out. And she went from like 5,000 to 60,000 in that next year. And then I started reposting her after she had about 40,000 followers. But like, this was all like organic her. Yeah. I just, I was like, I gotta prove that it works. Right, so now what you're teaching her is not necessarily Instagram tips, but video production tips. Yeah, I didn't teach her, I didn't teach her anything about Instagram really. Right. Like. I was like, I don't care if you use hashtags. I don't care if you, none, none of that matters. Because at the end of the day, like what Instagram is, people are on Instagram for one reason and one reason only. They're there to be entertained. And if you're producing entertaining content, people will find you and follow you. The Instagram algorithm is built around getting people to watch what's most entertaining. Keep and, them on. And keep them on. And exactly. And if you can build, and that's why videos work so much better than pictures because Instagram makes more money the longer you spend on Instagram. They can serve more ads to you if you spend more time on Instagram, obviously. And so if you can keep somebody on Instagram for a long time with the quality of your content, they're going to promote it. It's going to go on the Explorer page. Like it's going to go to the top of the, the news feed. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's what it's all about is getting people to like, you have to create entertaining content, or otherwise, what do you like? There's no point. Right. Okay. So your profile on Hair.Video says uh, I help stylists make great videos. So that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. So you started helping uh, Cindy in yep. uh, up in Seattle 
trying to help her make better videos. So you do that now, and how, how do you do that? So I've got a course that I um, sell online. I don't advertise it super heavily, but when people come to me, um, I'm like, here, take this course. You know, I put it all together. You're asking me a thousand questions, take this course. Okay, because I didn't see it. it on your, I didn't see it on styleartist.com. Yeah. So, so they have to DM for you, uh, DM you no, directly? so I do like a webinar about once a month. If you go to styleartist.com slash video, you can register for whenever the next webinar is. Um, they're usually pretty small, like people ask a lot of questions, okay. which I kind of like. Right. And uh, um, we just kind of go over like the really important things when making a video, like the, uh, it's, a, it's about like 10 or 15 things that really matter. So now you sell, you sell a, an entry to the webinar, or no, is no, it no. free? No, 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 so the webinar's free. Okay. People can come, they watch the free webinar. If they want to learn like, like I tell them what to do basically on the webinar. Right. Here's what you have to do. But it takes a lot longer than like an hour to teach somebody how sure. to do it. So the whole course, and, and there's like a lot, like I talk about the psychology of your videos, like why you're making the video the way you are. Like right. so it, you know. So, so pick the most important of the 15 and let's talk about those right now. Okay, I'm gonna grab some notes if that's okay. Nice, I okay, you brought notes. I br I, yeah, he has a binder, uh, for all the podcast listeners, he has a binder, it's actually white physical paper. I haven't seen it in years. It's a, it's a wide ruled notebook. Wow. I think, I was. Not, not since college have I seen such a thing. Yes. <laughs> I, Which is the great irony of you, by the way, because here you are like a digital marketing master and you've got your paper notes. I do so much on paper still. It's <laughs> awesome. Because, I don't know, there's something in my brain and writing it on paper that like that connection I don't get when I type it. I, I get so, it, I get it. And uh, to be honest, I'm really sick of my phone. I'm not on my phone any much, very much anymore. Funny. I, like for about three years, I was on my phone 12 plus hours a day doing Did you Instagram get carpal stuff. tunnel? Actually, kind of like my, oh really? I was my, kidding. No, like <laughs> if I hold my phone for a long, it's getting better because I haven't done it for a while. But if I hold my phone a lot, my wrists start burning and my hands hurt. Like it only takes like an, not very long. You have very muscular thumbs that that yeah, it only kinda. comes <laughs> exactly. with 17 million Instagram followers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah. It's, anyway. <laughs> I'm kind of sick of the whole, I don't know, I like paper, I guess. I get to wrap it. wrap that around. That's awesome. All right, so. So, okay, I wrote down like five things that I think are pretty important. And, but before we talk about like what you should do, I want to talk about like why a little bit. Because I'm sure everybody's heard the, the term a picture's worth a thousand words, right? But if you think about videos, there's 60 frames a second. Each one of those frames is a picture. So if you just extrapolate that math out, that means a one minute video is like 3.6 million words. And I think it might be more because when you start running them together, like you're able to tell a story as you move along that you can't do with pictures. Like if you post a picture of a beautiful hairstyle you did on Instagram, people say, cool, that's a pretty hairstyle. But maybe they came in like that. Right. Like even if you, like before and after even, like they're like, oh, you went from there to there, but cool, I, I don't know what happened. Like, right. you know, maybe this is Photoshop, I don't know. And that's the cool thing about videos is it takes away all of that guesswork because it's 
almost impossible. I mean, we're in Hollywood. Somebody here could do it, but it's very hard to take somebody, like edit a video so much that you could change how somebody's hair looks. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost impossible. So that's kind of the power of videos. And then Instagram also promotes the heck out of them like we talked about earlier. So if you want exposure, you should make videos. So um, the first question I get asked by people all the time is what camera should I use? What camera should I use? Just what use camera your, should I use? You should use your phone. <laughs> like, because Just an iPhone, an iPhone. Or, or like a, a kind of a late model, you know, up-to-date cell phone is good enough. Actually, Androids kind of suck. And it's not because Androids have bad cameras. They have fantastic cameras. But there's something about Instagram, and it, I think it's gotten a little better over the last few years, but it used to be like maybe two years ago even that I could look at a picture and be like, that was uploaded by an Android. Because I think, I don't know why for sure, but I think it's because they, how they compress the images mm -hmm. from an Android to Instagram. I think we've experienced that, haven't we, Donovan? Get, bit, yeah. Getting videos between the, the, the yeah. That's part, reason, that's part of the reason why I had to get an iPhone. Yeah. Remember I was uploading stuff and it looked like, kind of looked like crap. Yeah. Yeah, so not, not late model. Like, I think you should get an iPhone. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to have an iPhone. Get an iPod Touch. Like, if you're like, you love your Android, get an iPod Touch. They're a couple hundred bucks and do your filming and editing on that because it really makes a difference. And the other reason to do it on your phone rather than on a camera is it's easier and if it's easier you're gonna do it more and there's a certain volume aspect mm -hmm. I don't care how much effort you put into each video some of a lot of them are gonna be duds and not go anywhere the Instagram algorithm isn't gonna get the right signals and it's not gonna take that video and start promoting it so you have to have like a certain volume of videos um, you know probably like one in five to one in ten of your videos are gonna like dramatically outperform the rest mm -hmm. and that's where you get your um, exposure from. That's kind of like a, that's taken, so if you think about your Instagram, I hear people talk about it all the time, your Instagram is your business card. You can, it's like a digital business card. You give people business cards, which that's cool and all, but that's still like a one-to-one -one interaction, right? You give a business card. You like comment on somebody's page. Like I hear a lot of like social media marketing people be like, go out, comment on your dream client's pages, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure it works, but it's A, really laborious, and, uh, and B, it's kind of like, you're still like stuck in this one-to-one -one mindset. But if you create a great video, it's like taking your billboard and throwing it up on the Goodyear blimp and flying it around the city. Yeah. And it's gonna rise to the top of the local hashtags, it's gonna rise to the top of everywhere, and your, your business is gonna be broadcast everywhere. And that's what you're going for with these videos is like, you're getting free airtime on a blimp, basically, if you do it right. So, um, so that's number one, use your phone. Um, the second most important thing about a video is the cover frame. So if somebody doesn't notice your video, they're never gonna watch it. So your cover frame is, I tell people to like base what they're gonna film around their idea for a cover frame. Like work backwards from what your idea is from a cover frame. Because because the rest of it, like once you have their attention, then you can do the rest of it. Then you can show off what your stuff is. Yeah. But if you don't have their attention, you got nothing. If the cover frame sucks, it could be the best video ever, nobody's gonna click on it. Exactly. And we're talking about from the, from the Explore page. 
primarily, right? Because if it's in the feed, as you're scrolling, it starts playing automatically. Yes. But a lot of people, yeah, they're either on your feed or on your profile page. Like, there you go. Because a lot of people, yeah. when they come to your page, if they want to follow you, they go to that profile page, sure. right? And they're scrolling through, and they're a whole heck of a lot more likely to follow you if they saw a couple of videos and were like, huh, I want to watch that. And they watch your video. Rather than they scroll through and they're like, oh, I, I'm done. I scrolled through their page and that was a cool wasted five minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, then, then they're gone probably. Okay. So it's just a way to like grab people and interact with them. And then while they're watching your video, they're sitting there, they can really easily double tap it. They can write a comment. Like all of that, they read your caption. Because if you, if you don't get them to click in, that's the problem with pictures too. Like they don't have to click in to the picture to actually see it. Mm -hmm. Like most of the time the thumbnail is good enough. Mm -hmm. Like explore page everywhere, they don't have to click through to your page to actually see it. Mm -hmm. A video forces them to click through, actually get on your page, and then they can, you can start interacting with and them. And that's engagement that's read by the, the algorithm. Um, so visually engaging, interesting cover frames are something you should totally focus on. And two things to think about there are color and contrast. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be high color. It doesn't have to be high color, but color is a good way to achieve contrast, but it has to be high contrast. So if, if it's like all muted, the same color, like. So, so for those who are not sure what he's talking about, you're talking about, let's say, if you have a, um, if you have a, a, a girl's head, right, mm -hmm. with the hair and a background, which is the same color. Right, as the hair, so yeah. and, and the skin, and you, you can't tell what's going on on the little thumbnail. Yeah, well, and even better than that, if you have like one little pop of color right in the middle of that. So, because um, that, like the, something like 70% of your nerve endings go to your retina. And so basically what your brain is, is a giant computer that processes images from your eyes. That's like mostly what your brain does. Mm -hmm. And so we're hardwired to notice things. Like, just think about it from, I studied genetics in college, so I'm gonna nerd out a little bit on you here real quick. But, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, just a little we, bit. We might have to do like a sound effect here while, where there's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like if you think about cavemen like walking through the forest, you notice the saber-toothed tiger off to the side, like your brain is hardwired to notice these little things that don't add up, that don't stand out. So if you add something in your video that doesn't add up, that doesn't seem like it belongs, you're gonna grab somebody's eye, they're gonna look at your cover frame, and then if the rest of the image is good, like they might click on it and watch it if you, if you pique that curiosity. Makes sense. So, um, and you have to make it clear, like if you have a blurry cover frame, nobody's ever gonna click on it. And one that comes from two things, good lighting, and uh, one thing that I learned about really recently is you can actually change the setting on your iPhone. They normally um, film in 30 frames per second, but if you go into your settings and you go to camera, you can change it to film at 60 frames per second. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. So you go into settings. Yep, settings. Camera. Camera, yep. I don't think that's a submenu. And then you can change. I'm already lost, just kidding. Okay, so um, I've got the, that's the camera settings. So you change, so it says record video, you have a 1080p at 30 frames per second. Yeah. You can change it to 60 frames per second. Ooh. And what that does is it takes 60, it takes 60 pictures a second versus 30. And cause one thing that I find when I'm posting videos a lot is I'm like, this is gonna be a great cover frame. And you're scrolling through your phone, like trying to find it and you're like, 
it's blurry. Right. Like there's not a clear image in there. All that. the time. All the time. Okay. So there's other options on here. So you clicked on 1080p HD at 60 frames per second, but then there's three other options. 4K goes all the way to 60 frames per second. Should I do that one? Um, yeah, it'll probably use up space on your phone. Like I have an older iPhone, so mine doesn't even have 4K on it. <laughs> really? I haven't updated my phone in a while. This is a um, 10, I think. It's not the newest one. Mine's a seven. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so funny. All right. So I'm on I'm on 4K now. I've got the cleanest video in town. Yeah, you, it'll it'll film a lot cleaner and it'll be a lot easier to grab those those cover frames. So okay, that's the cover frame. Super super important. Think about it a lot. Like plan a like when you're doing when you're painting hair and you're bored to tears because you've been doing it for an hour. Like just be thinking of like ideas for cover frames. Like. It's uh, like Monir. Everybody knows who Monir is. From, uh, from Iran or Turkey? Turkey, I believe. Okay. Yep. He blew up because he mastered the cover frame. His videos are all pretty blurry. I'm pretty sure he uses an Android. Um, they are all almost identical, you know, but he has fantastic cover frames and people want to watch them. Interesting. Plus, he's got that music. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I'm not saying he's not like a good stylist or anything. Yeah, I'm saying like there's a lot of good stylists who don't get famous on Instagram because they did Cover frame. Cover frame, cover frame is kind of that. Okay. Yep. Um, the other one is uh, film it in portrait mode rather than landscape. So I was reading some stats the other day that like portrait or square videos get 58% more views than landscape videos. Mm -hmm. So uh, just don't ever post anything but a square portrait. Because like, the landscape's so much smaller. It's so tiny. Yeah. Like they're just looking at text. Right. And text is like one word per word versus um, 60 words per second. Mm -hmm. Or 6,000 words per second, there we go. Right, right, right. Or is it 60? Anyway, I'm bad at math. <laughs> um, Oh, the other one is if you ever post a video with the black bars on the side when you do like a full 16 or 9 to 16 ratio, like your camera natively films in, and you like edit it and leave those black bars on the side, it'll never do good. Never post that. Like, just don't do it. And if you have them on your page, go delete them. Is that because people don't want to watch it? They automatically think they will, oh, this is not good enough? They will not watch it. Okay. Because, yeah, because they're like, they couldn't even figure out how to post a video. Like, why am I gonna, what takes my time to post something that they didn't even put the effort in to make it visually appealing for me? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and that comes to like when you're, when you're filming, you have to make sure you're filming far enough away that you've got, you know, like you leave enough headspace, right? So you can crop that video down. Otherwise, you're gonna lose, you know, you're gonna lose something when you crop your video down. Right. So, um, that's a big one. Um, Quit trying to fit too much in. Like people try to put the whole process in. Hair is not interesting. Like the process of doing hair is really, really boring. Like it just is. <laughs> like maybe as a hairstylist, you're like, whoa, that was so cool that they did that once or twice. But like if somebody's painting for 30 seconds, I mean, even the hairstylists are gonna get bored. And you're not trying to attract hairstylists to your page, unless you're an educator, like, that's different. Well, some but are. Some, some people are, are. yes. But, but e e you don't need to show 30 seconds of painting the same section. No, right? not at all. Yeah. Keep it interesting, keep it moving. Um, and, that, 
and don't like the other thing that people do that will kill your video if you speed it up very much. Like oh, yeah. if you if you maybe anything past this is like an estimate, obviously like but about past 150% of normal starts to look like the flash doing hair. Right. And nobody can Can't keep up with that. On. You don't know what's going on. It's like, why am I even watching this? They leave your video, they never come back and watch it. They probably leave your page. Right. One really like important thing to think about is you have worldwide competition. Yeah. Like as a hairstylist, you're only competing with the people within reasonable driving distance typically, yeah. which you know, maybe a few hundred or a few thousand stylists, depending on where you live. Right. But on Instagram, you're competing. You're not just competing with every hairstylist in the world, practically, for people's attention. You're competing with things that are actually really interesting. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, hair is, hair is beautiful. Hair is cool. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, there are no Netflix shows about doing hair. Like, people... <laughs> there almost was one, and there almost may be one soon. Yeah. Top I'm, secret. Not top saying secret. anything. Um, but yeah, it's just like people are curious about hair yeah. and that's what you need to remember when you're videos. Cause you as a stylist may sit down and be like, yeah, I'm just painting this hair. Like, duh, that's what you do. Like I'm foiling, I'm doing whatever. But to your potential clients, they have no idea what you're doing and what you're doing with the video in addition to like entertaining them and bringing them in. But the power of the video is like you, you entertain them, you, you offer to entertain them. And then while you're doing that, you sneak in some like credibility building, you sneak in some um, curiosity, you sneak in some aspirational stuff. They're like, whoa, I didn't know my hair could look like that. I got hair like that girl. I didn't know my hair could look like that. Maybe I want to do that. Yeah. You know, so it's really powerful way to like bring in clients and really like bring them up the value chain. Like somebody who might have come in just for like a root touch up or something, you're like, oh, maybe I can get them for like a high-priced balayage service or something so and that's what videos do they really like sell that so absolutely um okay and then i'm gonna go over just a couple of little things that you can do or that are gonna kill your videos if you do these your video is never gonna do good like these are like death sentences to a video so if you film just like a static shot of somebody's hair Somebody's hair just sitting there, and you're filming just the hair doing it. We call it a video that should be a picture. Absolutely. <laughs> or even if it's like a, a long section in your video, you're going to lose people. Like, that's totally pointless. Like, don't do it. And if you're like, hey, I'm in my salon alone. Like, I can't. I don't, I can't, I don't have an assistant to film for me. Try pod. Try pod. They're like 30 bucks on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so easy to use. You set it up. Your, your video stable. If you get your assistant to do it, they're like bouncing it around. It looks like Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just get a tripod. Like your video quality, you, you'll be able to pick your cover frames because it's not bouncing around. Tri tripod. Tripod. <laughs> we'll just go back to that. <laughs> um, and, and, and then editing, of course, right? Because you're going to have a, a two-hour file because your client was oh. a two-hour. And then just you got to edit the stuff. No, don't even do that. Like go in. When you're doing, like, plan your shots. Think, like, these are the five sections that I want to film. You don't need to film the whole thing and then edit it out. That's way too much work. You're like, right. Because you did it for two, you did two hours of work, and then you have to watch it again. Let me tell you, editing video is not hour for hour. If you edit a video, if you edit a one-hour video, it takes you, like, three, four, five hours. Like, it takes way longer than actually doing it the first time. Right. 
So what I tell people to do is set up your tripod, get ready to do something interesting, do it, like press play on your camera, do it for 30 seconds, turn off your camera, and at the end of the day you have, you know, seven 30 second clips that you clip down. So it's almost like a shot list and, yeah, a, and producing a, list, a yeah. movie or something. You know, you're going to get a video of, you know, painting the hair, you're going to get a video of sectioning the hair, you're going to get a video of maybe texturizing the hair, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. you get a couple of little videos and then squish them all together. And, okay. Um, don't, when you get too close and you like are showing, it's okay to zoom in on a specific portion of the hair if you're trying to show something specific. But when people show like two thirds of a head, I don't, I don't know, it must be biology, but there's something disconcerting about partially severed heads like floating around on your Instagram page. Nobody wants to watch that. Like if you think about it, like when you're watching videos where like the head's cut off, you're like, I don't know, what's going on out here? Like videos like trick you to think you're being there sometimes if they're well produced. You're like, oh, I feel like I was there. Mm -hmm. When they're poorly produced, you know you're not there and it feels really awkward. Wow, interesting. So it feels like you're eavesdropping on something. Yeah, kind of. So like, yeah. So if you're if you're cutting off somebody's head because you're zooming in and like doing two thirds of a headshot, just zoom out. Like, so, so rule of thumb maybe include some shoulders, like kind of thing. Um, definitely include the top of the head. Like, <laughs> like it depends on what you're showing. Like there are times when you can zoom in and show like a small section of hair, but. I, I think as a rule of thumb, you should either show so little of the head that you aren't feeling like you're seeing, that you're, you know you're supposed to be seeing just a small section of the head, or you should show the whole head. Like, and if their hair's down to their butt, I'm not saying all their hair, like, people are okay with hair getting cut off. Like, that's not a weird thing to people, but like, the head thing, those, that'll kill your video if you have a partial, you know, I don't know, severed partially, head. Your, partially severed head. Partially severed yeah. head, yep. The same goes if you're too far away. If you're so far away that nobody can tell what's going on, like you set your tripod up on the other side of the room. Mm -hmm. No, like the screens are too small already. Okay. Like maybe that shot would work on a movie screen or a big TV or something. It's not gonna fly on an iPhone. Okay. So keep it, keep it tight, but not too tight. <laughs> gotcha. Um, don't bounce, like, you know the camera bounce? That, mm -hmm. Like they zoom in and zoom out, zoom in and zoom out with their arms. To try to make it exciting? Yeah, it doesn't do that. It makes you nauseous. And don't do that. Hold it still. Hold it. You can zoom in, or you can zoom out. Oh, oh! You're talking about the the you press the button on the phone and it and it zooms no, in. No, 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 no. Like that's like a cool little story thing. The the zoom okay. thing, the super zoom or whatever is that what you're talking about? Yeah, maybe I, that's what I was thinking. Or or there is a zoom button where you can do like two X or whatever. Yeah. Can, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like. When people like do this with their phone, when they move, when they move the camera close, and then they close move the and, camera far yeah, away. I call it bouncing okay. the camera in and out because they're like trying to like focus on a thing, but it's just like I see. You know, it's like trying to read in the back seat of a car on a windy mountain road. Hold the camera still. Hold the camera still. You can zoom in, like from a wide shot, you know, to a close shot. That's fine, mm -hmm. but don't zoom in and then out and then in and then out. So, um, speed up videos. We talked about that. And then this one's huge, 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 huge. And it's so simple and it's so common and it drives me crazy. Don't show the final product of the hair that you're doing at the beginning of your video. Like, come on. Like, think, remember Inception, the video, the movie? 
if they had put that at the beginning of the movie, you'd been like, oh, cool story, and I'm gone. Like, what? I just saved two hours. Exactly. Thanks. I just saved the 60 seconds of not watching your video, yeah. which is going to send a really poor signal to the Instagram algorithm and drive it down. Okay, but this might be confusing to people because you said to have a really great cover image, but many people might think that the best cover image is a, is a frame of beautiful hair. Right? Not a, a frame of disaster, you know, pre-service. They would be wrong. <laughs> um, the interesting part about the hair videos, if people wanted to see just beautiful hair, they'll look at all your pictures. They watch a video because they want to know how the hell you make beautiful hair. They see your before and after pictures, they're like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Like, how did you do that? That's the whole point of the video. Like if you take away that, like why would they watch your video? So is it safe to say the worse the condition of the hair um, at the beginning, maybe the more enticing the video? No, not necessarily. I'm not saying your cover frame needs to come from the beginning of the video. Okay. It can come at any point in the video except the final product. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and like, I'm, you don't need to like do ridiculous things. Like I've seen people cutting hair with samurai swords and fire. And I looked at hair, I, there's a good chance I've watched more ha hair videos than almost anybody on the planet. <laughs> like, it's a depressing <laughs> that is a, thought. That's a proud trophy that you hold. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, there's some bizarre stuff out there. I'm sure. You don't have to do bizarre. Like, just, if you, if you follow like those steps that we just talked about, like, yeah. just keep it simple and do a lot of them. Not like, not every post on your page has to be a video. I am not saying that in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm just saying, mixing in the videos are gonna be the billboards that are gonna get you noticed. And they're going to be the things that really uh, can tip somebody over the edge from being like, do I want to call this person or do I not? Right. Because they're able to build a different level of uh, rapport than a picture can. So all of that is really good information. If somebody wants more information, they can go to your free webinar. Yes. By going to styleartist.com forward slash video. Yes. Or videos. Video? Video. Okay. And then they can, I guess, sign up to an email and they get... Yeah, they can, they can enter there. Um, they can choose a, a time slot. Like I typically do like one a month or one every other month. But um, I'll try to have one going like a week or two after you run this episode. Nice. So just, you know, anybody who listens to it will do one. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. And then is there, you do all that for free? You teach people how to make videos for free? Um, yeah, and then at the end of the webinar, I say if you want to learn more about this, I've got a, a paid product. It's called Instagram Video Mastery. Got it. They can, uh, they can take that course if they want to learn more. You'll learn a ton in that free course. Like I touched on a lot of important stuff today, but um, there's a lot of stuff that you need like visuals for. Mm -hmm. um, that like, it's a, you'll be able to see on the webinar, like, like I talk about the perfect video formula. Like there's a, there's a formula that almost every single viral hair video on Instagram follows. Interesting. It's And you get into that. And is it, is it a formula based on like time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, time and what to do, where to do it, and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. So kind of, kind of like what we touched on, but, more, but deeper in the, in the webinar. Yeah, because I, I don't, 
I thought about how to talk about that here, but without like a visual aid and a timeline, like it was really, I, right. I didn't see how I could do a good job of it. So podcasting has its limitations. Right. <laughs> okay. So, but that's good enough because that's, that's going to send people to where they, they need to need to be and where they're going to get a lot of good information for free. And I'm going to watch it as well. Um, all right. Now I want to talk about how somebody gets reposted by you. And I want to start with the process that you go through to search for a video. Not the process that they should go through, but the process you go through, and that might inform them on how they do it. So first tell us, how many posts per day are you making? It varies, like, um, not a ton. We used to post a lot more. Uh, just kind of got lazy a little bit. So <laughs> like, well, once you get to like five or six point whatever million your style art artist has, then yeah, yeah, it's that. It's and like, good. after you do it for like so many years in a row, like all the hair videos, like they're new and exciting to a lot of people, but I've probably seen every permutation of a hair video possible. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, it's probably not true, but I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so I think you're posting once a day. Yeah, from about what once I a saw. day, yeah. Okay, so tell us how you find it. And by the way, are you posting videos or does, I think you said you do this with your brother? Yeah. Okay. So um, he does most of the videos now. Okay. Like we've kind of, we both used to do it together a lot. We were both doing it all the time, but I've been working more on um, the education side of things. Got it. And he's been doing more of the Instagram stuff over the last maybe six months or so. Okay, so when you look for a video to repost, how do you start? Okay, you so um, part of it is we follow a lot of hairstylists and we, have, we know some hairstylists who are like, you know, regularly post good stuff. Like, so if we're being particularly lazy, we might just like, go to somebody that we know is really good, like maybe Alfredo Lewis. Like, I know Alfredo, he does good videos. Yeah. I, I taught him a lot of these tips and his videos are better now. Mm -hmm. Hello, yep. Alfredo. Um, <laughs> and I interviewed him and he said he's gotten a lot better on videos. He admitted that he used to just basically be a beach selfie guy. <laughs> Do you remember that a couple of yeah. years ago? Yeah. No, he, he does great with this stuff now. Like, yeah, his videos kill. They're, they're entertaining, they're engaging, and uh, um, I mean, he and I have had this conversation before, so I'll take credit for it, whether it's deserved or not. <laughs> of course. Sounds like you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Alfredo's, he works really hard and does fantastic work. But um, so the other thing we do is we, we look up hashtags and we don't just like we have some hashtags on our pages and we don't look at those a ton, to be honest, because a lot of people just put them in every single post and just kind of spam it mm -hmm. and like the hashtags kind of lose their meaning after a while and I know like uh, um, Don Godfrey he changes his hashtags a lot to like prevent that and it's really smart mm -hmm. I'm not that smart or, <laughs> or I'm too lazy to do it one of the two <laughs> um, no but we uh, our explorer pages on those pages are just all we do on the like we don't treat those like personal pages. We don't go and watch stuff that's not hair on them almost ever. So the Explorer page is like a treasure trove of potential for us. Um, but the stuff that we're really looking for is if it doesn't catch my eye, my jaded eye, 
there's no way it's like it's not it's not gonna pop it's not gonna do fantastic if it catches my eye on that cover frame like we were talking about if you can catch my eye with the cover frame I'll watch your video like I'll, I'll watch the whole video and then I'll make a decision based on like how it flows I it's not very scientific I've just done it a lot of times and intuition. I know intuition I'm like that's a dud I and I can pick a dud almost 100% of the time. Like, I know a dud when I see a dud. Mm -hmm. I'm almost never wrong about duds. Yeah. But great videos, you know, I probably bat 300, 400. Okay. So um, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of things, like the, the algorithm, when it's posted, like, you know, who happens to see it first and if it gets the right triggers early on, like, just because you did a great video, like, doesn't mean it's going to do great. Sure. And that's why I talk about volume, because right. you'll get there. So you're looking on your Explore page as, as a source. As a source. So Explore page. And then we troll lots of different hashtags. So um, like most styles with video after it, like any permutation of hair or a specific hairstyle, and video, like vivid video, or like balayage video, or like pixie video, pixie video, yeah. or like yeah. So we um, we troll a lot of those permutations. Um, we I used to I don't do it anymore because again I'm lazy. But I used to like just hunt like the most obscure hashtags. Like I would just because you would find these gems and the. I want to touch on this really briefly. This is kind of going back in the conversation, but um, people talk, I talk to stylists all the time. They're like, I should post more videos, but I just don't have time. And, but they have time to post like four or five pictures a day. And they have the time to like engage with people on every picture every day. And I'm like, you can post like a picture might gain you like, one, two, five, hundred followers if you're super lucky. Like, you, you tap out of like a hundred followers gain from a great, fantastic, out of this world picture. You might gain a few hundred followers. Mm. But you can gain, and this is not an exaggeration, I know of a lady who gained a hundred thousand followers off of one video. Hair video. Uh, not recently. No. Okay. But, I mean... Uh but you can, it's still possible to gain 1,000 to 2,000 followers from a video, even today, yeah. even with the way it is today. So if you take up all the time that you did and all the months that you engaged on Instagram and to get 2,000 followers, yeah. you know, everybody's at a different scale. Like, you know, if you're, if you're at a base of like 5,000 followers, then, you know, 1,000 followers is, you know, not huge, but it's significant. Oh, if you're yeah. at 100 followers, 1,000 is like astronomical. Oh, yeah. But, um, so, like, this is all relative to scale, and like we were talking earlier, my, my scale in my head is broken. <laughs> it is, clearly. It is totally when you broken. told me that there, you got a couple small accounts and said there are two million followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the scale in my head is broken, um, and that's, I admit that. But uh, the, the like percentages are, are real. Like if you post a great video, 
it can do like amazing things for you and it only takes one video. Most of the big name hairstylists that you know of today are big name hairstylists that you know today because they had one video that popped. Yeah. Initially. Almost almost like all the big name Instagram hairstylists. Most of like there's some who came like they were famous and brought their fame to Instagram. That's a whole different thing than people trying to grow their notoriety through right. Instagram. So. Of course. All right. So what about, um, actually, I want to stick with the how does somebody get reposted. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at the Explore page nowadays, then that, that's going to make it difficult for people to hack their way into your yeah. account. Um, okay. So let's, let's do this. Um, for listeners of this podcast, um, why don't you use the hashtag... Uh, the hair game vidathon. The hair game vidathon. THG, to, to make it easier for everybody, THG, the acronym of the hair game. Okay. Vidathon. THG vidathon is the hashtag. Okay, so what's going to happen with that hashtag? Okay, so everybody who uses that, um, post your videos using these uh, tips because if your videos suck, I'm not going to post them. But, uh, I will post one video on each of those three pages every day for the um, five days after this episode airs. That's amazing. Okay, so, so what, what, if, what if they all suck? And, and I'm, I'm, I know the listeners are listening and they're like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what if and, they and all I, suck? Well, I mean, what if they don't pass the standard? Okay, we're not going to go there. We're, we're, we're going not, to assume. We're going to assume that... They will be good. Okay, if, if they suck, I will make, I will find the best ones, the ones that are almost there. And instead of just doing a video, I'll do like a slider post. I'll take a couple of their pictures too and put them together in like a slider post. Okay. For, but, so it's like, I mean, that's there's too much. Thousands of people are going to hear this. So, okay. and, and hopefully a large percentage of those people are going to, to jump into the vidathon, right. the THG vidathon. And, and, and I hope that you're going to get some really good stuff. And, and certain people are, are going to get a lot of eyeballs. Yes. That's really cool. I'm very excited about this. Thank I am you. too. I, th I think it's going to be cool. I'm yeah. excited about it too. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so hashtag THG Vidathon and uh, everybody heard it. And then I'll, I'll mention it uh, in some other places as well. Okay. That's super exciting. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, shout it out on our pages too. Like okay. we'll, we'll make some, some little announcement. Very good. What changes have you noticed on Instagram in the last few months? Maybe few months to a year. D is d engagement different? Or is yeah. viewership different? One thing that I've noticed um, is one benefit that I have is seeing data from three separate pages that all have very significant like feedback amounts. And uh, one thing that's really noticeable is when they're tinkering with the algorithm. So I've noticed like engagement and, it, and it's about the same across all three pages. It goes in like waves. So like they're, they're messing with something. I don't know exactly what it is they're doing. I haven't figured it out, which is driving me crazy. But um, they're tinkering with the algorithm somehow. And because sometimes like the pages are popping and everybody like hundreds of thousands of views across the board and easy and you know 
everything works. And other times you're like, this video got 20,000 views. I know it's not a 20,000 view video. Like that's a, that's maybe not great video, but it's a decent video. Mm -hmm. And the algorithm just kills them. And it would ordinarily get 200,000 or half a million. Yeah, it would ordinarily get way more, you know, mm -hmm. like between like 80 to 100 or something okay. like that. Like, okay. um, like good ones will get half a million, 800,000, a couple million sometimes. But yeah. um, that's the thing I've noticed and it's really bothering me is that they're, they're changing the rules of the game, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple of things that they can't change. And this is what I like about videos because Instagram cannot change that they make money when people spend time on their app. And they can't change that videos are what people wanna watch and what keep people on the app longer. So video is always going to be a winning strategy. The effectiveness of it is gonna go up and down some. Like, you know, there are times when we could gain 100,000 followers in a day. Now is not that time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that'll ever come back. It probably will at some point. They always like will mess up the algorithm once in a while mm -hmm. and there'll be like these spurts of growth. Mm -hmm. But the, at the fundamental core, Instagram is about entertainment. Let's, uh, let's get into your Style Artist Academy because that's how you and I met. Yeah. <clears throat> so tell us about that. What are you guys doing? Okay, so Style Artist Academy, um, it's a... It's a monthly membership that we're doing where people get access to one new educational class a month um, from, from new artists from all over the place. The reason we're here um, in LA right now is because uh, she's going to be mad at me for butchering her name, but it's Gularnia Chekhov. Okay. She does the, I'm you're sure you're familiar with her work. She does the amazing Russian updos. Um, kind of like Georgie Cott. Yes, yeah, he trained her. She's directly one of his students. Awesome. So um, just like Georgie Cott, but she speaks English. Okay, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we're going to film her class, and that's going to be part of the Style Artist Academy. And we've worked with, with a number of other people, Jay Rua, Jay Rua Glam. Um, and then uh, people get access to the entire course um, for life. Like, they get lifetime access to the course for 67 bucks a month. Wow. And so these are courses that they, these people charge hundreds of dollars to attend. Like right. they absolutely charge. And I just thought that there had to be a better way. Um, live education has its place, but a lot of these classes are demos anyway. And they're basically, I started this because I went to a class and I was like, how are these people in the back row learning anything? Like, they have terrible seats, and this chick up front is super tall. I don't see anything <laughs> over her. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So how long are the, um, are the videos? Um, they're uh, they, a couple hours. Okay. Like, they're full. Like, we film them do the entire tutorial. Um, and what I do is, like, during the process while they're working, because a lot of times in these classes, like, they just paint for a while. And you're not really learning that much as they're painting. So I, that's when I kind of like ask them questions. I'm like, how did you get started? Like before Instagram, what did you do to market your business? Because I think that's really relevant. Like a lot of people have like forgotten that there were other ways to market your business before Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, Instagram's amazing, but um, I was just in Chicago filming with um, Mohesco on Instagram. Um, his dad used to do Oprah's hair, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Back before she was like really famous, but still. 
okay. It's pretty cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, but uh, he was like, yeah, the, the thing that I did that really killed it is he's like, I became friends with the, bath, the lady's bathroom attendant at my favorite club, and I did her hair for free, and I gave her my cards. And people would come in and be like, your hair's awesome. He'd be like, Love it. I mean, and that I is like, a, that's a real life hack. That's it? a real life hack. I was like, that right there, that's the price of admission. Yeah, like, that's amazing. That is so amazing. Um, I call them nuggets. I pull out tons of these nuggets from these stylists. And uh, um, we're working with stylists all over the world and making it so their classes are accessible to everybody. So people who don't live in LA and New York and Miami, like where the traveling artists go, they don't get to learn from these people. Right. And, and without spending thousands of dollars. So that's why we started Style Artist Academy. That's what it is. And uh, um, we just started in January, so it's pretty new. Mm -hmm. um, we're pretty excited about it. That's awesome. Okay, so typically we ask a question that I call the hair horror story question, which uh, Jacob Kahn gave me the idea, so I credit him as much as possible. <laughs> And, uh, but for you, since you don't do hair, there must be some sort of Instagram posting horror story. Um, oh yeah, lots. This one time, um, so back before the Instagram algorithm came to be. Um, so when you posted something, everybody who was on Instagram saw it. Chronological. Chronological. So if you posted every 20 minutes, you got a lot of followers. You got a lot yeah. of followers. So I was, uh, um, I was posting and I was sitting on my couch in my underwear and <laughs> I, at this time it wasn't on uh, hair dot video uh, or any of the, it wasn't on one of the hair pages but I posted like m me from like here down <laughs> okay and it was like up for like three or four minutes I didn't even realize it okay for the podcast <laughs> listeners he pointed to his upper thighs and he he went down his legs so yeah, I was so I you posted, posted naked legs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But at least nothing, that. nothing illegal. Nothing illegal. Okay. If there would have, if I wouldn't have clothes on, it would have been illegal. Okay. <laughs> so, so you had clothes on. I had underwear on. That was it. You had underwear yeah. on. Okay. So you post yeah. this picture of yourself. This illicit picture. Yeah. This illicit picture. This really racy photo. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, um, like I, I noticed. I went back to my page a couple minutes later and there was a bunch of comments and I was like, Ugh. I just, I didn't really say anything. I just deleted it and I posted something else. And I was like, oh, cause I just felt really embarrassed as about all that happened. <laughs> That's really funny. It's almost like the digital version of streaking. Yeah, kind of. Like yep. jumping out onto the baseball field, right. right in the middle of play, and running naked through the outfield. Almost. Yeah. Almost. And then quickly exiting out the back way. Exactly. <laughs> I got away. The, the, I was too fast for the security guards. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I actually, um, actually had uh, one thought that is hair related. It's not doing hair related, but like I told everybody at the beginning, I grew up on this ranch. And I had, uh, I would do... Um, I did 4-H when I was a kid, so I had this cow that I taught him how to lead and everything. And uh, um, I was at the fair. I don't know, I was probably 12 at the time. I was at like the county fair, I was getting ready to show him. I was like cleaning his hooves off and making him look all pretty. And cows can be pretty. <laughs> and he, he reaches down. I don't know if you've ever seen a cow like eat. They stick their tongue out and they like wrap their tongue around the grass. Yes. And he did it around my hair and just... <gasps> No. Yeah. <laughs> he had a <laughs> chunk of hair. Really? He just took the chunk of hair out? Like, 
not all of it, but okay. a significant amount. It was definitely thinner and it hurt so bad. Wow. It was like a it was like somebody just yanking a handful of hair out. <laughs> We've never had a farm horror story on the show today. Maybe at first. <laughs> but 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 we do now. Which is which is something I'm proud of. Yeah, what, what were you proud of? You're proud of being the person who's watched the most hair videos probably of any human alive on the planet. It's a really and, good chance of that. And yeah. I'm proud that we have a farm horror story on our hair podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so any last words for the hair community? Um, as somebody who came in at this kind of through a side door, uh, I've been really fascinated by the industry and the community. Um, I think the thing that I like the most about it is that almost everybody who is a stylist at one point, you know, had to tell somebody, fuck you, I'm going to do this anyway. Because it, it blows my mind. And I'll admit that this is like, I never knew anybody who went to hair school who was successful. And there's a lot of people who don't become successful. I didn't know about the successful hairstylists, mm -hmm. the people who like truly treat it as a craft and an art. Yeah. And uh, um, I just think it's so cool that they all were just like, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I'm interested in, what I'm passionate about, yeah. and I'm gonna roll with it. And um, I still love it when I'm like, yeah, these hairstylists I work with, you know, some of them make six, some of them multi six figures. Mm -hmm. And people's jaws just hit the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a real, it's a, I mean, for starters, it's brutal, brutal manual labor. Yeah. Like it's hard work. Yeah. Like, but when they do it right, when they treat it like a real business, like just kudos, like yeah. it's so cool to me. Like, Absolutely. I just love small businesses, I guess. Yeah. And I think that every stylist is their own small business and the ones that really treat it like that. And even if you're working as a salaried person, even if you're working a booth rental or whatever, if you treat it as your own little business, like, you're going to be successful and you're going to be able to tell all those people. Well, I just flipped everybody off for that. That's right. See. <laughs> That's right. You can say fuck you again. I said fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I, I love the fact that you said that because so many of the stories that we get of the very successful hairstylists that we interview on this podcast have the same story. I, I told my parents I wanted to go to hair school. They said, no fucking way. You're going to college or you're doing this or you're doing that. And they're like, fuck you. I'm going to hair school. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. All right. So what is the best place for somebody to get a hold of you? Um, you can email me at greg at stylartist.com. Okay. Um, that's a great way to get a hold of me. Cool. Um, if anybody's looking to get their education out there, we're looking for more educators for our Style Artist Academy. Mm -hmm. um, we try to make it really attractive for the hairstylists. Okay. Uh, we're, I guess I'm a, I've got a plenty mentality. And so um, if we help a lot of hairstylists do really well, then we'll do really well. So I love it. Great talking to you, man. Same. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Good. All right. Donovan and I are back. I want to repeat the hashtag THG Vidathon. THG stands for the hair game. THG V-I-D-A-T-H-O-N. That's a hashtag. Use the hashtag for the videos that you make using all of the um, recommended things that Greg talked about. That's right. Just make sure you follow his steps. Uh, he's you got you got to use those steps and make it a good video. Otherwise, he's not going to repost it. So make yeah. sure you do that. That's right. You know what, Donovan? 
we should put a bunch of videos out there with this hashtag. <laughs> Just I feel kidding. like that's cheating. Just kidding. We wouldn't do that. That's yeah. I don't. I don't think we could do that. No. <laughs> but that would be funny. Wouldn't yeah, it? that would be funny. Okay. Next week's episode is all about me. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> Just kidding. It's always about you, our listeners. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode has Modern Salon's editor-in-chief, Allison Alamed, uh, interview me about everything Salon Republic and more. And, man, she asked some tough questions. Were you she there? She did, yeah. yeah. I was I was, uh, I was. impressed with those questions. She kind of put the screws to you a little bit. She did. She did. But you know what? We have the power of the editing. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't edit these things very much. No, no. And so if I look dumb, I look dumb, and that's I'll what I'll make sure is. to keep that in there, listeners. Don't you worry. <laughs> that's true. Actually, I don't have the power of the editing. Donovan is the one who has the power of the editing. Exactly. For the Podloop giveaway, I wanted to do something interesting, so I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take the winner plus one friend, you know, husband, partner, wife, friend, whatever, out to dinner in L.A. That's a great idea. Okay. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Now, if the winner doesn't live close enough to make that possible, uh, I, for example, the last winner lived in Spain. Yeah. Okay. So if, um, if, our, if our listener winner uh, does not live close by enough for me to take you to dinner, then I'll buy them a $100 gift certificate to their favorite restaurant wherever they are. And then they can act like I'm there having dinner with them. Well, maybe they could, uh, yeah, they could FaceTime, FaceTime, yeah. I guess, <laughs> and just set your set their phone there yeah. uh, at the table. Right, and then I'll get my microwave dinner, mm-hmm. and while they're eating their fancy dinner, and we can have dinner together. It's an option. It's an option winner. Just think about it. Yeah, it's up to them. Until then, everybody, have a great week.